It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 935. It's weekend bats and we've got Whip, Jess Lucas here and Mr. 97. Are you there, Mr. 97? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just, just double checking. checking. Yeah. Jess, no, you here. here. You here. I'm here. What are you doing, Jess? You you really love, like, one observation is that you do multiple things at a given time. Bree said that she even picked up on it before hump day where you looked (laughs) like you were doing something else and she called you out on it. She did. Are you one, Jess? I always... I just hate doing, I hate not finishing something. So, like, I need to get things done before I start my next thing. And so, mm-hmm. if I have the opportunity to do it, I will do it. And so, when I was on hump day, I was finishing an email just so I knew that that was ticked off my list and then I could focus <laughs> on hump day and then mm-hmm. move on to the next I mean, the, th- the problem is there's always another email to send or one to read. And so, it is, I mean, do you, have you ever... F- that's like you're sending one long – you've got one long task because they're overlapping and so you're never doing it. You want to think you can multitask, Jessica? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'm very good at it, but I do – I have to do like two things at once all the time. You have like to do two things and, at once. Yeah. Oh, I see. And like watching something or listening to something or used to iron – just chuck the ironing board on the really? machine. Do you not That's iron cool. anymore? No, I don't iron at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you guys iron? When was the last time you ironed something? No, no, nah. no. I mean, what's the what's the use of an iron these days? I mean, I don't have anything good enough to iron. Um, I was watching a TikTok, viral TikTok, uh, that was posted on news.com.au and it was of this guy who's a chef that's in hotel quarantine and he's- Flipped the iron upside down, used it as a hot plate, put over like um, heat proof paper or baking paper, and then made tacos with mm. chicken. It looks so good. I can so imagine good. Hayden Dib doing that. I wonder <laughs> yeah, if he's done yeah, yeah. that before. Well, there's there's also, um, have you seen that TikTokers in jail are going viral? And so you're not allowed oh, mobile no. phones in jail, mm-hmm. but so, this is what happens the guards bring them in. Or they're smuggled, you know, smuggled in somehow. But there has been people who have become famous while incarcerated. Yeah. And you see Do the, the Harlem Shake. Quite old school. Good, vibe. good old it's reference. Good vibe. It's not good having ki- people in prison on a platform that's primarily built for kids, is it? No, it's not good. <laughs> no, it's but not a good look. Like, I know what you mean because the. This is the problem. This is why the rules that they don't uh, aren't allowed. So mm-hmm. you're not wrong in thinking it's not 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 on. But the ones that are doing well are actually being quite uh, you know <laughs> quite entertaining or sharing a side that how is, to is very, no. It's like how to how to make um, a cake in Chips. prison or how to cook. Oh, mm-hmm. Like they've got shit like they. Um, how to light uh, a cigarette or um, underneath the bed. So, that, do so my, c- my top five favourite murderer TikTokers. <laughs> <laughs> Half of them are like low level, low level crims. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tax fraud. Yeah. There was a yeah. You're allowed on TikTok if you've done tax fraud. TikTok's okay. Yeah. Underneath the mattress is this hard metal surface. It's just like fucking whatever it is, steel, and. That you can see an area where they light a thing underneath it, and they've created a hot plate underneath their bed on this specific spot. And so, some of them just want coffee. Some of them just want to heat the water to mm-hmm. to have a you know dirty little instant coffee. But it's um, they're not even allowed that. So, I mean, that's why they're in jail, right? They've had all privileges taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but humans humans are very resourceful, very resourceful. I watched um, something where a lady, they would put makeup on, but they would use coffee granules as their eyeshadow and as their um, mascara and things like that. Eyebrows. Animals. And then- I know. Doesn't look and good. then they'd- um, <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> it wouldn't wipe off. Like, it'd go off on your clothes, They can't it? blend it properly, can they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Blend blend 43, blend whatever it is. Um, Jess, have you at all got into- I mean, you did a boxing match, famously uh, knocked a woman's eyelashes out. They were fakes. It wasn't somehow you knocked out her actual eyelashes. 
<laughs> have you been watching any of the the buzz around the celebrity boxing scene at the moment? No, not really. To be honest, I mean, we watched, are you? Um, nah. Where no. where are you consumed? Like, where I haven't seen any of this. I haven't seen a single TikToker in jail. Like um, or jail <laughs> TikToker. I haven't seen any of the boxing stuff. Where do you like? What so is the uh, news.com? If you content? just went on news.com, literally they've got it all. They've got it they've all got there. It all. It's, I mean, <laughs> this is not a paid ad, but um, sometimes. They've got it all. Very hit and miss. Uh, you know, they Lewis Hamilton all, has uh, coronavirus and. COVID, yeah. And Trump has got something else. You know, Trump's doing something else. It's got everything, mate. And so but that's where I'm. So China's there's stuff around. A new picture. What was that, Who? Jess? China's released a new picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's not good. <laughs> of, oh, yeah, of Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah it's look, a, I mean, it's a... <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so on the the, bo- the celebrity boxing stuff, what's happening? Oh, so you've got Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. one of the greatest heavy, heavyweight champions of the world. You know, he's 50-something fighting someone else who is a champion in their own right, similar league bit younger but then they're going head to head but what they what he's doing is creating a company that's bringing retired people mm-hmm. in different sports together to play off against each other so you could get you know Pat Rafter this is a local mm-hmm. like Pat Rafter versus Leighton Hewitt yeah but Fuck, not, that's not going to happen Craig Parry the golfer just fucking belting no I haven't seen that the um or for, what's a better example someone over in the states like a big boxing's very simple because there's mm-hmm. you know it's Andrew Gaze versus well these are all Australian references mm-hmm. um but, okay Michael Jordan Michael Jordan mm-hmm. up against uh, Larry Bird. And so, they go head-to-head or something. And so, these are all – it's becoming like a spectacle sport mm-hmm. where there's a lot of money to be made, but a lot of people want to watch it too. But where, where, where the other side of it is happening is YouTubers are versing other YouTubers or, you know, Instagram people are fighting other Instagram people. It's happening like Kieran Stott. Uh, who you had on um, Too Much Tully, Jess, is doing a, a boxing match next year. Mm-hmm. But it's huge. And I just want to put you forward, Jess, as a um, producer against another podcast producer. If we can find okay. one, would you take the, would you take, oh, take the fight? Oh, what about Tully and I? <laughs> <laughs> what about um, you versus She's on the Money producer, Ryan John? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. I feel yeah. like we would. You would, you know, the male female issue. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, I feel like we're same think, height, and that's why. Okay, I wanna- perfect. So Ryan John, Ryan John's Jess, six six two. <laughs> Jess, can you can you put out a message to Ryan John? His current it's the call. Doing, like, this is calling out. Yeah, Josh. yeah. This you is need what to, they sorry, call. calling out. You need to call out Ryan John now. Uh, what do you want to say to Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan John, I'm the greatest fighter of all time. I'm undefeated, and I want to see you in the ring. <laughs> yeah, yes. great. Applause <laughs> 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 ready. Who? Um, would you would you fight again, jo- Jess? Well, she is Josh, fighting Ryan. Right. She's fine with Ryan. <laughs> um, would I? I think I would, to be honest. Now that I'm, yeah. I probably would. Well, it makes angrier. sense. <laughs> well, I just know what to expect now. And I mm-hmm. think if it was still an amateur fight, like I don't, I couldn't be bothered actually doing it seriously kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, even though it is serious, like you still get punched, but it's, it's just, it's still amateur. So it feels like it's not, it's not the real serious deal. maybe. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. well these, so these YouTubers, these YouTubers are actually getting their pro card, which means that they can fight. And get uh, sco- like get their numbers up within the mm. pro arena, so they could fight very experienced boxers, and they and they get class, and that means that they can they don't have to wear headgear, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. Lucky, but lucky, this, no headgear. This, <laughs> I didn't wear headgear. You didn't? No, no, no you. Yeah, and so How are you feeling? This, <laughs> <laughs> you're all good. Did you think you would when you fought? Can, where can people find your fight? Can we can we find like how do we? We we'll just put it in the YouTube. description of show notes. It's, still on the show YouTube. Notes. it's yeah. some. It's embarrassing, though. 
Um, <laughs> Mason, can we actually do a blog <laughs> post on the Daily Talk Show with the embedded video so people can find and it? With a okay. time. <laughs> I don't know if people it's actually ha- care, to be honest. <laughs> I think some people yeah. really enjoy it. Ryan I mean, when the, t- when the title is Ryan yeah. John, you're next. <laughs> I, think, I think people will care. But it's it's worth saying. But did you think you were going to win it when you when when you were in the when you when the bell went for the final round? Can I tell you, I if I didn't think I was going to win, I wouldn't have gone through with it. <laughs> like I knew who I was fighting. Like halfway through, I probably would have pulled out if I knew who, if there was <laughs> if I was matched up against some of the other girls. Yeah, I don't know if I could have gone through. Really, I just knew. I don't know. You absolute coward! If you look at the lady yeah. that I, I fought, um, <laughs> I was like, "I surely I can. I'm fitter than her. Yeah, smaller than her. She actually threw a really good punch. Like she was good when she got in there, but mm. um, I just knew that I could do it. And I think that's what I need to do in life. As long as I know that I can yeah. achieve something, I'll I'll do it. But you pu- you basically when, punched when her into a retirement home. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Yeah. yeah. She's the, she, yeah. uh-huh. I, I mean, the interesting get- thing, the, the boxing thing, I feel like this is <laughs> the equivalent of when I talk about Rick Steves, where you sort of glaze over. Boxing doesn't interest me. Yeah. Fighting and UFC, I just can't. I'm safe can't to say that it. there's um, there's more people interested in boxing and UFC than there is Rick Steves. Oh, I don't know, so- actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Josh, would, if Tommy and subs. I went in a fight, would you uh-huh. come and watch? Yeah, yeah. I would kept, like, uh, Sevs and I went and uh, supported PJ when she uh, had a fight. Yeah, I think we would come. But it's definitely in those moments, I definitely don't feel like it is my scene. And it's never – sometimes, you know, you go somewhere and you're like, this could be my scene. Or I could I could see myself, like, getting to learn more about this and getting to know the people and, and becoming friends with people. But it's definitely – when I go to something like a boxing match – I mean, you nearly had a punch-on with the person behind us. Yeah, that's true. Someone <laughs> asked us to um, move. Uh, the move way. Yeah, because we sort of went in front of them <laughs> and he was sort of at a, a stool and a seat area type of thing. And then he was just expecting no one to stand between the, the stool and the seat, like the um, table. And it was like fucking five metres between that and the ring. And so, that's we just right. stood in between him and the ring. And he's like, mate, you're, you're completely blocking our view. <laughs> and I think I pushed, I pushed back a little bit. Josh. Yeah, you pushed back. Yeah. But then what did you is, say? Um, I think I was just like a, a bit bemused because I just sort of turned around. And I'm like, oh, you, the guy that's all over there, you're worried about where I'm standing here, you fucking idiot. If you want it, if you want front row seats, come to the front row. Exactly. So like someone the complaining thing- that the fucking- Yeah, just stand up. Yeah. I mean, going to like look at the. He cared the, more than I did, though. That was the yeah, whole thing. I yeah, realized in this really moment, really I'm like, invested. "Oh, this guy really cares." And so I was like, "I actually, you know, if I don't see every punch, I'm going to be okay." Yeah, I think what you could get out, it could. You don't even need to be into the boxing. It's the fanfare around it. It's the savagery. It's the online um, sort of. Uh, taunting, not even it's not even trolling. It's like it's almost controlled to the fact that they are going to. It's it's hype. It is marketing. And mm-hmm. so when you have someone like Shameless talking about someone like Jake Paul, he's one at the point of like he's stirring the pot. He's a he's the guy that boxed recently mm-hmm. on the Tyson card. But what was Shameless saying about it? That, uh, they were referencing his interview where he was asked about coronavirus and whether it was a hoax. Oh, yeah. And the kid doesn't give a fuck. He's he's a kid with fucking $20 million and he's at the center of boxing mm-hmm. at the moment. And he's Do just you find it shit. aspirational? Do you find this stuff aspirational? What aspirational? Just like that lifestyle that they have? Like the, the Jake, like the Pauls and stuff like that? Oh, not, not, I, I not. So, I, what I do like is the thought of, not that I'm going to do it, but like they are doing a single thing. They're tr- getting, they're making good money and they're just not, they're not, it's this weird thing where it's like an athlete, someone who is an NBA player is like off season doing their training. There's like this thing that people are dropping into the world of an athlete 
and getting paid serious money to do it, but they're not necessarily coming in the avenues like a, you're doing amateur boxing from young kid, you get into you know higher level, you're starting doing competitions. These people are dropping in and acting like athletes mm-hmm. and being able to compete and make money through a different way. So, I don't mind that. I don't, mm-hmm. his lifestyle, he's a you know young kid who's fucking working it all out, but it's like, that's not what's appealing. But I do like, Josh, um, just think about when you were training and you were serious about it. Imagine if you got to do that and that was your only focus for six months and it came up to this time, like you got to train, you got to eat. That's that's what I kind of like the thought of. Like but a what about the rah-rah? So then in that regard, wouldn't it be more appealing to have the professional athlete who it's just like they're not doing the big sort of trolling stuff and all that sort of thing and Mm. just focused and meditating on the process and showing up every day and working on that yeah but that doesn't sell tickets they do that as well they all do like all the the trolling yeah conor mcgregor think about him do you know him do you know who he is Mm -hmm. how entertaining is that guy i mean yeah i mean i don't like it yeah i don't i don't really um I didn't get into it. But yeah, so the, I mean, his, his gloves so are more entertaining than Rick Rick Steves or whatever that guy's mm. name is. Yeah, Rick <laughs> What's Steve. his name? Well, I mean, Rick is Steves it Rick is Steve? aspirational because it it's like he's going, he's getting to go around the world and he's exploring doing stuff and he's he learning. He's doing something he loves and he's learning and he's he's also making bank as well. It's but literally um, that is just replace Rick Steves with Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. and that's other than some of the other bullshit that comes with it. It's annoying. Rick, the, the only way Rick Steves is going to get concussion is slipping downstairs. <laughs> you know, just Chinquatera just slipping down on the yeah. That's very true. So, what's the if we look at our information diet 2021? There's a there's a whole book I think it's called the Information Diet that talks about how important it is to think about what we're consuming. And I definitely know the things that I'll consume where I'm not necessarily being productive, and then the stuff where I'm feeling good. Has anyone got any thoughts on, Jess, maybe we start with you, what you currently consume from a content and information perspective and what you want 2021 to be like? You're going to hate what I say. No. There's no- there's, <laughs> So, no. I- Okay. It's, it's a personal choice. I, I mean, choice. I, read, I read books. Mm-hmm. I read more self-help books, I suppose, is the category- um, this is not what you're going you're gonna to hate. You'll probably appreciate this. So, like your Brene Browns, um, mm-hmm. Glennon Doyles, those types Brene. of people. <laughs> I was a joke. You what? No, I, was, I just said I hate Better Brene. Better not hate Brene. Is no, I was said. joking. I love Brene. Uh, yeah, um, go on. <laughs> and then I also read into a lot of astrology and psychic readings mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So, I, I still consume that once a month. So, what does that look and like? Is that co-star? So, it's YouTube. Um, okay. I mean, the one guy that I love and I do watch religiously every month is Nicholas Ashbar, and he he does he pulls cards for your star sign, and so I I listen to that. I mean, you can take it and leave it. It's more so just like it's that whole. Um, it's kind of like manifestation, I suppose, and mm-hmm. you can read into it as much as you want to, or just have a take that lens and apply it to your life if you um, believe in that stuff. Um, and then what else? I mean, I do do a lot of um, YouTube holes and then social media and that kind of stuff. So, I, I wouldn't mind cutting back on that. Mm-hmm. So, what's the- um, what In the ideal scenario, what's the three top apps and three websites that 2020, if you look to look at your screen time for 2021, what does it look like? I mean, I think messages and Instagram are always going to be up there. But uh-huh. mindfulness, the mindfulness app by Sam Harris um, that t- Tommy got me onto, been using that. Would like to see that increase a little bit more. Um, is this the wake, waking else? up or is waking something up, different? Yeah. 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 No, waking, waking up. up. There's not really any other apps that like I use or would need for mm-hmm. what I use. How often are you checking news sites? I check that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like probably every hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in as case something breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the old PR sort of, you know, gal coming out? Just need to check. Have I my think I'm always going to be a news pulse. hound. Like, mm-hmm. I just like being on top of what's happening <laughs> in the world. I mean, what's there the, used what? to be, I, I remember there was, a, there was a service which ended up shutting down. It was called Breaking News. And they had an, an iOS app 
and it would send you push notifications on all breaking news all around the world. And you would get you get a notification at least every hour of something that's happening. It's very God. full on. But they ended it's- up closing <laughs> down. But it was a it's a different my mate Nason got me onto it who has a sort of a news background, but it's very sort of um it could be pretty toxic, I think. The problem with breaking news yeah. is someone's decided. <laughs> someone's decided to. if it's a breaking news, if it's not fucking a natural natural disaster, mm-hmm. an econ- economic economic fucking downturn or something big that's happening, it's a breaking news. What's a piece of breaking news, Jess, in the last week that you've actually seen? What's what, and what do you classify as breaking news? <clears throat> Um, I mean, it's not. I'm not even after breaking news. It's more so just like, <laughs> yeah, what the news of the day is, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, if you know the planes crash, like the MH7, whatever it was, like that. Remember Sorry, when that was all happening? Like keeping mm-hmm. up with that, or even like the latest in like, um, you know, the China Australia um, fight that's probably going to happen. Um, just keeping no, up to date with you that. You make it sound stuff. like a boxing Thinks match. Thinks it's a celebrity it's a YouTube yeah, boxing yeah, yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I come out. <laughs> Oh, this is fun. That's me Half with a celebrity boxing match. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, new, a news hound is a newspaper reporter. So, you are the news hound to us. So, you're a reporter of the newspaper to us. That can be a new mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. Do you the read the actual f- physical newspaper? Okay, here we go. Do you buy what it? about? So, I wouldn't mind being a little bit more like Crystal Andrews where I- Because I just skim wouldn't stuff so all? I know about stuff, but I don't <laughs> dig into it and maybe understand it to the full extent. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that could be my New Year's resolution of- mm actually understanding both sides and forming an opinion on yeah. something. So, what about like Mate, slow like, news? Like this is the thing, this is the aspirational thing that I've tried to do for so many years, but I'm yet to actually properly implement it. It's like if you start reading stuff, this is why I got all the fucking Iran, you know, Gronk Jake dropped off a bunch of books on Iran. The, the thing is I read these articles and you see the breaking news on, mm. you know, an assassination in Iran or whatever it is, and you're reading that. But the thing is, you realise it's like, how can I possibly read this with any form of critical thinking if I don't understand the history yeah. of it? And so, it, it almost feels like you're just reading some random, some stranger off the street, you're just reading a breaking news based yeah, on yeah. them. It's like, mm. and so, that's for me, that slow news of like, if there's an article- that interests me, or even say the stuff that's happening with China. It's like, okay, like what is this whole South th- South China Sea thing? How long has it been happening? Like what is that actual region? Who's involved? It's the, it's the um, sugar though. Like the news headlines that you get into, Jess, and the short articles is the sugar. It's the hit. If you, Josh, read every book behind you, like it would take you years and years, and if you read, if you consume nothing else, how much smarter would you be based on all of those books behind you versus a daily diet of sugar, i.e., mm-hmm. headline media? Yeah, and that's the thing, right? That's what um, I think that the that's the aspiration. I think that I want to hold on to that as an as the aspiration of the thing that I want to do. I can see the appeal of. You know, the social media stuff or going to the news sites or things like that. But it's like, if you can, I think I got, there was a a moment, it must have been, there was a time, I don't know if it was before, no, after I, when I came back from my trip, where, when I had my social media retirement and I actually read books from start to finish and I read like two or three in a summer and I was like, that was ridiculous for me. And so, I think there's a little bit from an information perspective, I'd like to get to that. Mm. Um, but then are you feeling like you're missing out because there is something about not like at all. so th- us doing this show then why do you do it I think it's like it's either an addiction that you it's do, a, do it well, or this is, this is the sugar thing right it's like do you do you feel better or do you gain anything from scrolling on social media and the answer that I keep landing on is no but we still do it but the, and, so if yeah I guess the, well, if the answer is no I believe you but I'm like if the answer is no, it? then why do you keep doing it? Because you could also build the argument for that you do, you know, end up sort of for for this show, for what we do. Like if you were a university professor that was just needing to write papers about, you know, chlamydia. I don't know why that came to mind. But and so you're researching <laughs> those topics. You're not getting anything out of reading 
the newspaper. Whereas sometimes you bring up some gems of shit that you've found or seen online. That it. So um, what I'm saying is your our role of what we do here or Jess you know you've been in PR and under needing to understand trends or it's like social media you're doing content for people and but there's a difference be- between there's a difference between doing a celebrity show where you have to do that versus some depth like I think about like the um, the lost connections book and thinking about that like I think every time I read mm. a book I actually end up connecting with the writing in a bigger way. Think about mm. like oh, the messy middle or um, it doesn't have to be crazy at work. These well, things- the barrier to is- buy those books behind you has been very mm. high and so you need interest. To add, but also, add a, not add only that, think about the barrier to entry in creating a book. You need an editor. There needs to be so much extra thought that goes into it where it's like the stuff that goes out online, the mm. social media stuff, the new stuff, it is like- it, there is a lot of trash out there. And oh, so, the, so the hit rate, like for finding a good piece of content that actually moves you forward or is positive is way lower, I think, than a, than a book. Because think about like the barrier of like, think about if every time we followed someone on Instagram, we took the approach that we did with a bookshop where like at buying a book, think about how much time we give to You'd thinking to- about the book, like re- re- looking at the blurb. Oh, do I want to? Do I want to spend thirty five dollars yeah. on this? Is okay. Is this interest? Am I going to consume? It? Like we fucking just tapping away, following people randomly. Well, imagine um, if you had to pay five bucks to follow someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, would happen yeah. then? You would be. I'd. I'd be deleting you for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. you get nothing. It's, it's a good point. It's a great point. That the, um, I would stop. I'm a tight ass. Yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> it's not worth yeah. it. Um, but you're right, Josh. It's like imagine paying to look at the free news site. So, mm-hmm. I've got a, I don't pay for any news site, but even the, imagine if you had to pay for the free ones, it wouldn't make sense because you're like, I only look at it. It makes you even reassess the thought of I only look at it because it's free. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I probably... Why do I look at it? It probably has just become some silly habit of, you know, a sugar hit mm-hmm. or a, a crutch, a behavioural crutch. And so Josh, then- what from are the reasons why you don't want to use Instagram? Like in an ideal world, yeah. what are the reasons if- because mm-hmm. obviously you, you did retire from social, mm-hmm. you're kind of back on now dabbling, <laughs> but what are the main reasons <laughs> for getting rid of it? Eight hours of dabbling. Yeah, eight hours of dabbling. <laughs> no, no, so I think um, <laughs> it is- so, the, yeah, dabbing. <laughs> Not to be confused with that. <laughs> no, I think um, it has to do with uh, your getting your um, – if you think about how the content is created, it is in these micro moments. So, if you think about the action of a scroll, think of how much scrolling you could do in a minute and then think about how many different ideas, thoughts – people, places, you end up consuming all of this stuff, but it's actually, there's not, I don't believe that with the content that we're consuming on Instagram, there's enough time for us to have a critical moment and to think about it in a way that's positive. I also think that- I've where, got a thought. Where, I need to bring it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that also there's there's the fact of like, if we think about the world of, you know, we're all just, uh, you know, triggered by different things. Social media is this huge opportunity just to be unnecessarily uh, mentally impacted every single day because it's like, okay, so I'm – and the other the other thing is we're constantly getting sold to on Instagram. Mm. Think about how many ads there are. And so, we're scrolling through and it's like uh, – you know, you you look online for for some sort of product, and then that product appears on your. It starts following you around, and so the different. All of a sudden, you can't escape your own thinking or being manipulated in that way. Versus, okay, I'm going to have a single. So books obviously are still designed to design a narrative. They're trying to convince you of something. But it is a single focus approach which allows you to put your critical thinking and then connecting dots in interesting ways. Whereas mm. with social media, who is connecting the who is saying 
that this post goes underneath this post and then this post. And so all of a sudden we're creating this just random traffic of information that has actual, actually no through line, no narrative. And I think that that's like super overwhelming. Do you think that looking at what you create versus what you want to consume, not maybe what you are consuming, but say it is more of that thoughtful, mindful um, content, do you think you need to be in alignment as a creator with what you consume and what you create? Could you? Because if you are creating something that maybe... Yeah, do you think... What do you, what do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, so I think that the... Um, if you look at reach and you look at impact, to have reach and impact, you need to go where people are. And so the thing is that most people won't be... Like the other thing is like people don't all think the same. So the fact that it impacts me, not even like mentally, but just my ability to get things done and all of that sort of thing, it doesn't have that same impact for other people. And so, this idea that everyone should be off social media or this or that, like, I don't believe that. Um, and so, I think that there's the the opportunity to be present and to uh, provide uh, a voice on these platforms, which then promotes longer listening, like podcasts, um, which I think gives people the opportunity to get out of that sort of Sing, you know, these um, sharp hits of information. Um, Do you think, though, that um, maybe you look at Instagram in a different lens? Because you're talking about Instagram now as a platform for content, whereas I think I perceive the Instagram and Facebook as a, as a way app. to stay in touch with friends <laughs> and um, I don't look at it as content kind of thing. Like it's more so just like, oh, someone's got engaged or this person's just had a baby or Josh is doing this this weekend. Mm -hmm. And so how do you then, so if you think about it in that regards, how, when do you think about someone? When do you think about a friend? When do you engage or, or interact with them? It's when an algorithm serves you up content that tells you. So for instance, if I don't post, all of a sudden within the context of relevancy, I'm not necessarily- For example, in- I think about you every day. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but think about, the, think about how the, the different versions or- um, uh, Yeah, I, I think that that's part of the problem. I think that this idea of relying on a computer system or an algorithm to determine, okay, like there's so many people where I think about it, I'm like- if I, if I wasn't on Instagram, I would never think about this person. But, like, think about the random people that you met seven years ago who you actually know everything about them. You know, every <laughs> one of their milestones. You've never actually, like, you met them once, twice, maybe three times, but you you still are connected. That never used to happen. And so- It's a weird, it's a weird new phenomenon. Yeah. And so, the thing is, then we, we end up with this huge, huge- uh, section of people that we end up uh, connected with <laughs> that all have varying opinions and ideas and then all of a sudden, like, it's so overwhelming. Like, how much can we, like, if, if I'm following, you know, 900 people or whatever it is I'm following, can I really keep up t- to date with 900 people and what they're doing? And so, I think, um, yeah, I think that it's a terrible way to stay connected with people. And I think that for the most part, the other thing is if you look at what Instagram I think does pretty well is it does emulate what we're doing in the real world anyway. So, if you look at it, it's like we're always seeing each other's content. And if you look at like the automated close friends group that they create, it's actually people that you are interacting with day to day and all all of that sort of thing. And so, if that's the case- I would just prefer to have the extra level, which is, you know, actually making an active effort to connect the dots myself. And I feel like then I'm going to create stronger, deeper connections with a few, which I would prefer rather than weak connections Mm. of many. 
I think that the, the hard bit is one thing actually takes effort. So you wanting to connect with small amounts of people, like mm-hmm. uh, think about calendarizing when you're going to touch base with somebody, or like whereas the the sugar hit approach of social media is you're on there. It's like it's like walking into a room when there's fifty people in there. You're more likely to spark up convo with a few people and remember a few things versus the other way, which I think what I agree with you, it's just harder, I think. Mm-hmm. It's harder but but generates a deeper level of connection if you are able to do it the other way. Yeah. And I, I, what I about th- just yeah. mindful, mindful doing nothing? So, sometimes I get in these moods where I don't feel like reading or consuming mm-hmm. that kind of content, but I can just look at my screen because it's something to do. Otherwise, I'm just what are you sitting looking there at, though? <laughs> with my thoughts kind of thing. But what about just sitting so there with you, your thoughts? I think yeah, that's the biggest- yeah, That's, with, that's yeah. the deeper challenge for all of us that it is a stimulation device. It gets your mind thinking. You're thinking about some bloke you met seven years ago and don't give a shit about, but know every kid that he's had and his favorite color. But- <laughs> The, the challenge is, it's like boredom. Boredom's the inability to be alone with your own thoughts. It's like, but sometimes and, and you just don't want to. That's what I no, think. That. So totally that's the that. resistance, I totally Jess, I think, to progress in a lot of ways. Like, I think that that, because I don't think that using external sources to remedy the internal things that are going on is just putting off the thing that you need to do. That's how I feel anyway. And so I, like, I definitely do it. I think that like, that's where like overworking comes in or going from one uh, problem to another problem. But there is, yeah, I think that there's something exciting about simplifying and saying, okay, yeah, I'm just going to be like, how do you, talking to Pete Shepard about this the other day, like how do you just make sure that you're bored on your break? And that was to your point, TJ, the other day where it's like Christmas, you go from one thing to another thing. Like, I want to make sure that I have huge opportunities Mm. just to be bored and then be a little bit antsy, but then sit in it, not doing anything crazy, go for a walk. Because normally the tool is it's like feeling a bit antsy, get out my computer, start doing some things. What could I work on? What can I do with this energy? But like, what if you use the energy in a different way? What if you, you know- did a 20k walk or, or you know things like that like what would happen in that regard hmm. Sevs, what do you think about like i think that you've had a different experience because you're not that active personally on social media yeah i mean i i, th- I think i think if i didn't if i wasn't in like on the daily talk shows social like day to day or whatever uploading i think i would completely eliminate it like i don't have I don't have any Facebook or anything like that that I'm actively on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, not, like, I, I think one, one of my things over the holidays I want to do is, um, like, I've, I've set up, like, the RSS feeds for the news sites that I want to be getting stuff from. And so, I've, at the moment, it's just, like, The Verge, and then I've got um, Pete's blog, noodlescratches.com, mm-hmm. and then also um, Seth's blog as well. Mm-hmm. And so, and like this scientific one, and then I've got a few tweets of people um, sort of like compiling information and doing all that work of getting it all, figuring it out, and then delivering it in a, you know, a simple piece that I can then interpret. So, I've got that, but then I think the next step is like having, yeah, thinking about the sort of broader global stuff. So, like I've, I've, dabbled in like abc but i'd love to get into like the slow news of like z feed and what crystal does because i think that's really like thought-provoking so having having that um set up in an rss app is what i want to you know i want to do over the holidays but yeah just i i think i'm probably similar to you josh like i just much prefer have the actual connection with someone rather Mm -hmm. than like, like, because you get into the whole thing of like comparing yourself. What are they doing? I'm not doing that. Like, I just, I don't. For me personally, I don't see a heap of value in being on social media. Like, it mm. just, mm. like, I, I love talking to people and I, I love texting with them. But it, it's just like having that, and then like, you know, Facebook Messenger, all that's like, I just don't need any of that. Mm. I mean, there's, there's a version of 
uh, these platforms need a whole bunch of people uh, who are unaware of the the things we're talking about. Not in a like, oh, you don't know what you know what. Which we is know, the majority like, of of people on the platforms? Exactly, and so until you start articulating these things and having realizations, there is no under like someone might totally just be like, Josh, fucking turn your phone off or like until you look at yourself and understand where where a moment of um you know comparison comes in and when you are triggered or the person who's probably triggered by everything on social media might not be aware that that is a that is how it's all happening they're just mm-hmm. responsive and so that's where it it is it it's like people who are plugged in you know people who not aren't awake but aren't aware for this, in some areas I think I, like it's a trap though because it's so the way it's designed is perfectly and beautifully to make you less aware. <laughs> but isn't that like I think like food is a good example where it's like if you're hungry, um, then you can make a case that you need to eat something, and so social media is like chocolate cake. It will give you a sense of certain things. So say if we look at connectedness, if we think of social media as like that's providing a connection. And so if we're seeking, if we've got sort of this emptiness and we're like, okay, I need to feel connected. What we're doing at the moment is we have fucking only chocolate cake in the fridge. And that's what it's like, okay, I'm feeling hungry. I need to have something. And I'm having the chocolate cake. And the problem is that if you're having chocolate cake all the time, the first time you have a salad, it's not going to taste that good. And it's like reading a book. The first time you fucking read a book in six months, you're only going to get through two or three pages and you'll be like, this isn't fucking feeling good. It's because you've had this crazy, like the the previous version, the chocolate cake is going to give you a thing, like a much bigger response quickly, which you're going to be able to feel and that will impact you. And so your body becomes acclimatized to that and that's what it suddenly expects and so there is a version which is like the um if we think about social media we think about information as just like we're seeking to be seeking to connect with people it does require weeks and weeks of not having social media as the option and i feel like using the analogy of food it's like there's some people who say it's a balance you can have chocolate cake sometimes but then just make sure that you're having a lot of plant-based food, all that sort of thing. But then there's other people where it's like, if I have chocolate cake in the fucking house, I will eat it. And so for me, what I've learned is if I have it in the fucking house, I'll eat it. (laughs) And just like with the apps, if I have the app, like I'll eat the most amount of chocolate cake possible. And just like social media, I'll fucking scroll for hours. I'll I'll eat Instagram. Is that why? It's the end of everyone's stories. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'll get to the end of the internet. And so, for me, it's like, that doesn't mean the feeling that I have in regards to the social media, the chocolate cake. The the problem is that there's so much identity to it, right? It's like, in some regards, like, the problem is not only am I using social media, I was like, chocolate cake lead at a company. Like, like for my job, I've specialized in chocolate cake. I've been the chocolate cake guy (laughs) I talk about chocolate cake at work. Head of chocolate cake. Head of, head of chocolate cake. Is this currently? And so, <laughs> well, I mean, from a social media perspective, I think that they're like, I, especially, uh, I was going to say young people. Young, fuck, I keep saying it. <laughs> it. Like people who are just coming up in their career, social media is a great and enticing communications tool that you can latch onto because- you, if you're a digital native, you can get in there and you can leapfrog other people or you can get really far in your career. You can get to senior roles because yeah. like it's all fairly new, but the, the risk is depth. And so that's what I'm trying. Like, and the thing is that like I've, I try this every single year. I get a little bit better, a little bit more. Like I learn a little bit more. I think that sometimes it can feel like, oh, there's no progress but yeah, then I think yeah. about it, it's like, no, I am learning stuff. I am doing stuff. And so, it's different for everyone. For I think for me too, having the podcast makes the whole social media thing actually a lot more 
a lot easier for me because I'm like, this is the creative expression. For a lot of people, the people who want to make a feature film or they want to do something like their version, their creative itch rather than doing that, rather than writing a book, they're writing a, they're doing a tweet. And so I think that, you know, that- Yeah, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to scratch it. Yeah. I think what we all need to do is just have the sugar-free, gluten-free chocolate cake. Try oh, and balance yeah. it. <laughs> oh, no. What's in it then? That's what I'm trying to yeah, do. I feel like I've got a healthy relationship with social media. Well, you know, it, I guess it then is like, what's your goal though? Because you, anyone so, yeah, who that's says- the whole thing, isn't it? If, if you say, I've got a healthy relationship, but you've only just cracked the thousand mark of your followers and you um, oh, posted ouch. seven months ago for Oof. the first time. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> But that that would sting if your goal was I want to be a social media influencer. I want to grow things. So I don't think that is you. But Thank have you, you thought about it, Jess? <laughs> have you? Th- I mean, you've only just opened up your Facebook, Instagram this year, thanks to the guy who loves chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chocolate cake guy. Thanks he actually wanted bio. you to. He loves watching yeah. you eat chocolate yeah, cake. Chocolate That's cake how much he loves the feeder. Yeah. And so, what are your goals, Jess? Which I, I think I, I asked that and it's like some people who aren't wanting to be, you know, content creators online, it seems like a silly question. But I think that's where if you were to ask yourself, what's your goal with social media? Even if your goal isn't create a large following and make money out of it, mm. there's still something that you're, if you did frame it around, what do I want out of this? What's the goal? What, what am I going to get? It wouldn't make you question it in a different way, which I don't think a lot of people would think about what's my goal with social media that's a silly question i've got no fucking goal mm. but then what's i mean what's the goal what's of it? eating the chocolate cake <laughs> but seriously like that's what it yeah. like this is why it's the reason why the social media thing seems silly is because that for 99 percent of the people that are on there it's like a decision of what am i going to have for breakfast it's not this existential crisis but the thing is that you do it for a bunch of time and then you're like oh hang on this is actually affecting who i am and impacting mm. who I could potentially be in the future. I think I think there's also like somewhat of a responsibility on creators as well. Because like you hear like everything, what is your social media strategy? Like when mm. are you hearing what's your website strategy? Mm-hmm. What's your email strategy? Like those other forms of communication, like the amount of time that's put into, you know, snippets and stuff for us. Like mm-hmm. what about an email every week with an update from everyone on the team? Like just- mm-hmm. Things like that where where there there is that offering that is outside of, you know, social media where we can actually communicate with people. I yeah, think I, I think that there needs to be- reaching, I suppose. What was that, Jess? It's probably just not as far reaching. Yeah, yeah but, I think well, that- I mean, be, if think about like, if, so snippets or whatever might get 30, 50 views. If you've got an email list with, you know, 200, 300 people on it mm-hmm. and 30 people open it and read through the whole thing, like I think that connection- with what we're doing and people reading that has way more cut through than just, mm. you know, a post on Instagram. But the chocolate cake versus the, uh, you know, the raw slice that you've made, you may stay leaner off the raw slice. It's going to take you a long time. That chocolate cake, which you're talking about, Sevs, 50 mm. people watching you eat chocolate cake. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's... It is the toughest thing. And so, the decision and the worst thing is, it's like, Josh, the decision, you were the guy off social media. It's like, you've obviously come back on. Chocolate mm-hmm. cake was too addictive for you. Mm. Uh, what is it that? Is if you if you are to make a decision, it's there's too, this is the thing. People are fearful that it will impact my career, my business, my life, my friendships. That's fucked. That, that there is a fear in people, whether you then Which find it's a fear or not. It, it, it completely will, but what if it does it in a positive way? Yeah. What if the relationships that you have have more value? What if the, you know, like what about if that time that, like what about if anxiety for a large majority of people were created based on the thing that they they hold every single day? And so the thing is that we- consume stuff we spend all of the time on the phone and then we go to the fucking psychologists and we you know take medication we do all this sort of stuff it's like hang on like what about like surely if we think about how impactful a phone is if we think if we actually think about it, it's like okay well why don't we address the biggest 
impactor in our life, which I think is the phone for a lot of people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, GB's just uh, slacked saying, I think it's time for a blue tick. <laughs> Us to get a blue tick on social yeah. media. Yeah. This is how you, how you get one. <laughs> uh, great. But uh, I mean, no, but I where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? Well, so the, the- it's the information stuff. So I think like um, it's it's identifying like you are just like you are what you eat. You are what you consume from a information perspective. Yeah, order what uh, you're eating. Yeah, and so yeah, I think that it's like going but through and what saying, about the eighty twenty rule? Like if you if there is a twenty percent of chocolate cake. shit that you do eat, are mm-hmm. you the twenty percent of shit that you eat? Technically. I mean, in the moment that you're having it, you are that, but you, it, it is affecting how many people are that doing that. And so the thing yeah. is that it yeah. feels radical. I feel like at the moment that doing that 20% version would feel radical for anyone if they were doing it. So I think that yeah. that doing that 80 20 sort of rule, if you were doing 20% social media, I think that most people would feel it in a big way in regards to like, yeah. oh, I don't have the. Like if you say, okay, I'm going to only do a day a week, which is something that I was like doing for a bit, but it's just so you have to, like you have to constantly, you have to constantly push back. Like society, our Mm. jobs, everything is pushing for us to be there because it seems like it's like you're in a room and next door you're hearing noise constantly you're hearing moment and so you're hearing laughter you're hearing all of this and it's very tempting to go out and see what's happening and so i think that there's a um it's very true but you said this week that um which was great it was like the pain is the signal Mm -hmm. of and that's exactly it and so this is the thing is it's like if if we're seeking instagram or like I'm using Instagram as the example, but this could be anything, anything that you do where you end up not feeling good. How many things in your life are there like are there that are things that you constantly do and you always feel worse off based on it? It's like, mm. well, how do you how do you replace that? How do you mm. say, okay, like in this moment, like it's only gonna last a, a few seconds, that like twitch to go and download Instagram or get it back on and just quickly check something or for me for so long it was like the um, uh, podcast analytics like I would check podcast analytics every half an hour I'd be just like, really you know, just refresh, refresh what have you refresh. been doing this week as in it, it, what's if there's a so the go to's are it's like uh, going so I don't have Twitter on my phone but I'll go into Chrome I'll go into Twitter I don't follow Trump but I'll search Trump and I'll click on his profile and I'll just see what he's doing. Um, Oz Bargain is a big well, one. He's, this he's time. your oh, uncle. Yeah. So it's Oz nice Bargain. that you're checking on your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oz Bargain. Um, yeah, so Oz Bargain is one yep. that I'm sort of like, you know, just scrolling, just like well, what's, the, what's the shit that the I shit that you don't, don't need, need that you want to buy. Yeah, yeah. What, could I, what yeah. could I buy, right? And so yeah. there's, there's that. I nearly bought fucking Voss bottles in bulk. I didn't, but I thought about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, just a, like, and this is the thing, like if I look at the, the Chrome tab, like I've got so many things in Chrome and I, this is me actively every, um, every couple of days I go through, I'm like, fuck, I've got all these tabs. I close, 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 close. Like I've got, um, I was going to sign up to the New Yorker. I was looking at the tote bags. I'm at New York Times, iHerb, which is the, um, the cod liver oil. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm looking at 4G routers. I'm looking at Audio Technica, Gooseneck microphones. I've got Twitter open. I've got our podcast analytics. I've got the um, article of the death of the former CEO of Zappos, which so, is very sad. So, you're looking at Tony articles Shea. is, the, is the, your point. Uh, so no, keep, no, not just articles. There's fucking like- um, No, but LA, you're in Chrome. You're in Chrome. Yeah, in Chrome, yeah. And so, the point being is not- it's not TikTok is your vice at the moment or Instagram. Have you deleted Instagram or something? No, I still like- I, if I look at my um, settings, I look at the time. I don't think I spend as much time on Instagram. Let's have a look. Let's do a quick screen time audit if everyone can grab their screen time. All right, so, screen time, daily average is four hours and 31 minutes. Mm. I'm okay. down 26% from last week. That's not bad. Um, daily average. Activity. 
So me, three hours, 55 minutes. Daily, that's daily average, yeah. I'm on, I'm on two hours, 18 is average, daily average, down 11%. My most used is Safari with three hours and two minutes and Instagram with an hour, 34 and then so, messages, and then my is this RSS week? Reader. Is this looking at your weekly this is for the week? Yeah. So the week, yeah, weekly for me is four hours and forty six minutes on Chrome for the week, four hours and forty two minutes on Instagram, one hour thirty eight minutes on Messages, one hour five minutes on Google Maps, fifty one minutes on Combank. That can't be fucking right. I haven't spent. You left it open. <laughs> fifty one yeah. um, minutes on Combank. Doing some big minutes, transactions. Yeah, just a lot of, a lot of just fucking looking at the bank account. All right, top four apps go around. Jess, top four apps for your week. Do you know how to get that? Um, Are you in there? Yeah. Just go see more. Swipe. So Instagram point. messages, Safari, real estate, Spotify. What's your daily average for the week? Mm, four hours and seventeen minutes. Okay. Coming in second, Jessica Lucas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what are you, TJ? Uh, it was three fifty-five, mm-hmm. not far what behind. You, Trailing behind Jessica Lucas, two eighteen. Tommy Jacket, two eighteen. And yeah. come in, um, Instagram, YouTube. How many Safari, notifications wait, do you guys? Up. How many notifications do you guys get a day? Where do you see that? Pick so up scroll notifications down to the bottom. A day or for the week? Uh, oh yeah, you can do, how do you day. do a week? Well, it's a daily week. average. Oh yeah, daily, daily average. average is one seventy. Whoa. That's 134 big. for me. Mine's 125. 106. 426 from messages. Yeah, 373 from messages. I've got 334 for messages. That's crazy. Who are you texting, Mason? Ah, <laughs> uh, just being on the text, you know. Replace Instagram, you're texting instead. Love it. Love it. Good one, guys. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Just a little. The, the annoying thing is they feel like really big. Things, but you can only do very small things every day. It's like yeah, it's, well, it's two, one one day a week. I install Instagram. Yeah. That's a small step. Oh, yeah. See how you feel. As no one's going to miss you for one day. You're not going to miss anyone. I mean, the thing is, day. I could. This is what, where I get caught up. Is I'm like, but I could delete it just for ages. The good thing is, I will delete it over <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. I've got no reason to have it up for that. How much do you trust yourself though? At that point, like. I do. How many the times have you deleted it and like, got it so, back? So the thing is, the thing is, it's not like I'm like, oh, 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 like it's not this like big thing where it's like all of a sudden it's fucking like midnight one night and it's like I'm gonna have the fucking chocolate cake and you just fucking smash the chocolate cake. For me, it's like just doing it like a daily thing and you go into the fridge and you got a fork and you like take off a little bit of the cake and you start eating it and then before you know it you're fucking back to eating cake. Like it's a the funny thing is it's not like this off or on thing. For me, it's just, I think that part of it is recognizing that the small moment of re downloading it is actually a big moment. And so when it's, when you can justify it in your head where it's like, oh, I need to check um, One Trick Tony's Instagram. I'll just quickly like download it. And it's like, oh, and then like fucking there's notifications. It's like, oh, we've got, you know, like I even think about the, um, yeah, part of it's being a, bit detached like for me it's like looking at notifications and being like oh fuck we've got a bunch yeah. of people atting us on the daily talk show or there's um all these people are mentioning us for the spotify rap thing it's like oh better like this is a good thing to yeah. and then so you go in and do all that sort of shit um but i guess you got to understand there's an addiction there and so that's where it's like people who decide i can't have cake in my house they've actually mm-hmm. worked it out mm-hmm like yeah and it's it's being okay with the outcomes or whatever i think as well like it's the um they're all small i think it's actually easier in a lot of ways to just say hey i'm not doing it would it be Mm. best if we all put a time limit on our apps on our instagram have you ever done that before but then i just like fucking click next yeah you've used (laughs) 15 minutes next yeah. Um, no, I, I just like the idea of like I actually this was uh, the one of the first one of the first times with the Apple announcements with the five G phones. I was like, I don't need a new phone, which is like I really don't feel the um, this sort of gear lust when it comes specifically phones. The laptops though, yeah, the laptops are quite nice. <laughs> but the um, the yeah the phones, I'm just like, I don't know, I don't really like uh, AirPods are pissing me off. AirPods are annoying. Like, I'm fucking talking to people and Derek's like, yeah, I can hear you 
good for two seconds and then not good for the next two. It's like fucking switching. And it's like yeah, what's with that? Yeah, is that happening with you it. as well? I think yours are just, well, just crap. Is that happening with but mine? I just bought just new mine. ones as well, and I feel like mine are still not connecting. You well. know, I as, like, yeah. I can't hear you properly. As yeah. much as it's annoying, those fucking cords. I still have gone back to the cord yeah. headphones every now and then. It's really it's annoying. fucking it's very annoying. But um, yeah, I don't know. There could be something like a um, uh, a uh, a break challenge. So we're we're taking time off. It's like if there's ever a time, like you're saying, Josh, you're gonna disconnect. You only truly know once it's been removed completely. What mm-hmm. the what? Yeah. Otherwise, well, think just- about like 2020 has been the year that we can see that when you remove things, when you radically change your life, you can actually completely change your mind on things. Think about mm-hmm. people like if you know. Gronks who thought that they had to be in the office every day. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I can work from home. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, it's a daily right, talk show. I hope you in, uh, enjoy way. your uh, Sunday. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you guys.